Welcome back to the Call Me Larry podcast. This is the season one recap. How are we doing, Zach? Good, man. Looking forward to uh, re-listening to our shenanigans over the past, what, half a year, six months? Like the whole journey thus far. It's been a ride. Um, we we started this, uh, you know, in the middle of the COVID pandemic. And uh, what is it now? It's it's May. The year 2021. Yeah, 2021. Wow. There, there's been a lot that's happened. And we're here. We're still alive. <laughs> we <laughs> <But> promise. <somehow. laughs> we have been off the grid a little bit lately, but we're, we're good. We're alive and um, there will be more content on the way. But we thought it would be a good idea to go through, you know, all the recordings and things we've done so far. Uh, look at some the, highlights. The Larry highlight reel. The Larry highlight reel because we've had quite a season. So, yeah, we're just going to hop right into it. Figure we play through each of our episodes and highlight something. Yeah, and just a little precursor here. When we first started this thing, we were poor boys, so the quality of our audio was not really all that good at all. Um, it gets better over time, obviously, so you'll definitely notice it, uh, an uptick as the episodes play. All right, guys, so uh, let's get right into it with uh, episode one, Fruitcake Olympics. I assume means that you throw out the fruitcake that your Aunt Teresa brought to Christmas dinner that everybody looked at and was like, wow, that looks horrific and I'm not going to eat any of it. But I also assume that it could be an Olympic sport in some country. I don't know. I think that you take that stale fruitcake and you toss it like a discus as far as you possibly can. I'm imagining a, a team of uh, men or women in unitards. Um carrying a, <laughs> a fruit cake through like uh like a relay challenge right like one guy has a fruit cake on his back he like passes it to a girl and she has to like pass it to a guy and the guy has to sprint with the fruit cake and then at the end they flip it how off how big is this fruit cake <laughs> dude wait fruit cakes are big <laughs> dude i don't think it's big enough to have to carry on your back what is this like the size of a tire Aren't the fruit are fruit cakes like have you ever gotten a fruit cake like they're dense they're no, meaty. i have no idea they are thick. They're meaty. Yeah, yeah. Like, how have we not done this yet? We need a fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who makes fruitcakes and listens to this podcast, please send one in, and we'll give your company a shout out. <laughs> I need it big. I need it heavy, and I need it staler than bread that's been on top of your fridge for years. It needs to be hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, we, it's long overdue. There needs to be a oh discus and a relay with the fruitcake. 100%. That might be the next Beer Olympics event or something like that. All right. Here's another great highlight from episode one, Fruitcake Olympics, explaining why we decided, hell, let's just start a podcast with little to no experience of podcasting. We're pretty bored. COVID. Um, so for those of you who are tuning into this second podcast and are like, wow, I listened to the first one. It was pretty good, but I don't still don't get why I'm here. Just to reintroduce ourselves, I'm Zach, I'm here with Jason, we are college roommates who are now washed up and dealing with the COVID pandemic, so why not start a podcast and talk about all the funniest things that we've ever done. Um, so we decided that it might be good to kind of take the conversations we have in everyday life, record them, hopefully not get fired from our real jobs, and you, hopefully you guys have some fun with it and follow along with us too. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll uh, it'll be a fun time. Zach and I have known each other uh, for six years, which is a long time. Both, you know, young, 25, 26-year-old, aged. I'm, I can't believe I'm about to be 25, wild. But, uh, yeah, we, we've had a lot of great experiences, and um, we say a lot of stupid shit. And I, I hope that <laughs> some of you audio listeners can enjoy uh, whatever we're about to talk about. <laughs> 
Well, Zach, we're still friends. And we're still not fired. <laughs> so, we gotta be doing something, right? <laughs> no, we just haven't been discovered yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. It'll happen, right? Especially after the season one uh, recap, you know, blows up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, let's put all of the worst things in one episode and just make it easy for them. They don't even have to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> it's like a resume. A resume of why this yeah, person right. should be fired. Right, right. <laughs> All right, uh, this is coming at you with the next clip from Parking Lot Driving Range in our second episode. Uh, so I pitched it to the boys, uh, and uh, needless to say, they were super into it, and they made it happen. So they did, uh, as I said, they did catch a lot of traffic on the way there. Meanwhile, I'm with my dad. Uh, we're drinking away, and I find out that they're running late. So, you know, I'm calling them. I'm like, yo, you guys got to catch up. You guys got to catch up. Yo, we're partying. Where are you at? Where are you at? And I'm just trying to encourage them to just pull over, start drinking, and walk the rest of the way. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they pull that, that sketchy-ass alley, and they come over. And uh, my dad has a buffet of alcohol set up and a couple subs, I think. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like, what is it, like $15 for a beer in the stadium. So Something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's insane. So we plow some drinks, and we scoot our ways right into the stadium. Once we get in there, um, we go find our seats. We're all feeling a little buzz. And my dad, he like kind of reaches in his pants. Takes out his. Yeah, no, no, no. He reaches in his pants, and I hear like a little crunching, and he pulls out a full water bottle, and it's just he's like, "Yo, boys, you want some uh, spicy water?" We all just start die laughing. That's the first time I've I heard the term spicy water, and uh, needless to say, he was implying. Not water, aka vodka from uh, the Tito's. Water with a little there. special sauce. You know, the best part about that is that's not the last time he's done that. And it's just, <laughs> it's it, like every time he reaches in his pants these days, I'm just, yeah, there's probably a special surprise coming out for the whole group. There's something hot yeah. sauce, <laughs> a sub sandwich, <laughs> spicy water. The spicy water hits different though, you know, oh, anytime yeah. it comes out. <laughs> Oh, no, I know. Yeah, spicy. It's a little warm because of where it's been. And it just, he's like, he's prepared it for us. Here's another clip from the same episode as things get a little bit uh, more rowdy. <laughs> so the car was already there. That's how we didn't have to deal with the car to get home. So we go back to this hotel. It's right off the highway somewhere in Boston. I don't want to give you the location for legal reasons. Um and we're chilling in the parking lot you know we just had a great night with the boys red Sox won we're feeling it you know everybody's ready to keep going it's probably only like maybe 11 o'clock at this point so we got a lot of life left in us before we even go into the into the hotel we're out in the parking lot and this thing is like the longest damn thing i've ever damn parking lot giant I've ever seen in my life there's no it is a, cars. It, it went for miles it was meant for miles it was crazy yeah it was dude, a huge parking lot it was lot. huge and it was empty. There were no cars. It was literally like a, a handful at the yeah. very front and then nothing. And so, you know, we're chilling. We're in Jeff's trunk. We're just grabbing some beers, you know, having a good time, having a chat. And so as Jason mentioned, he was actually golfing with his dad. And now this is a portion of the story that I don't know that Jason can probably fill in the blank. But for some reason, Jason's father's friend all of a sudden just has a golf club in his hand. He had a putter. And he's thinking, all right, let me, you know, there's a long, long um, parking lot. Let me see how long I, how long of these puck, these putts I can make. Now, let me ask, Jason, was he golfing with you guys or was that your dad's clubs? Yeah, yeah. So, so to clarify, he was golfing with us and 
what my dad was doing, who is the game master, right? He brought up the idea to uh, have a putting contest, right? Trying to hit into a solo cup on the in the parking lot. So his friend was grabbing the putter to, to attempt to putt and see if he can get in a red solo cup that we put down the range. So that's why he had the solo cup in his hand or the, the putter in his hand. So, uh, you know, I'm sure Zach was going to go here, but we're all feeling a nice buzz. We're all pretty excited. We're having a great time. So somehow a putter upgraded to an iron <laughs> upgraded to a driver and uh this is yeah this is a big parking lot but uh just to, to kind of like clarify it's in the middle of like a highway intersection right and there's a long parking lot range but then there is a highway in the distance so now the distance is, it was dri- right there it's right on the left well yeah it was not yeah that yes far. yes this turned into a drive-off <laughs> Not our best. Probably not the smartest thing we've ever done. Um, Luckily, ended up harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still stand by it. It was a really great time. But with all, it's amazing with all the practice that we've gotten in parking lots. How terrible at golf we still are. Like maybe. Oh no, I get it. We're better in parking lots than where there's nothing to aim at, and you just hit (laughs) off into the distance. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we should not talk about that ever again. Let's move into episode three. Taco Pirate. And something's just off. Like, like I'm chilling, I'm good. Like, and I personally can go for a while without food, but, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just me. And she, she'll, like, just, she's, she's not saying anything, but she's not saying something. Like, like there's just, like, we should there's be like doing There's, like, an ominous feeling yes. in the exactly. car. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, and, and in my head, I'm, like, dude, did I, did I do something wrong? What is going on? And then I'm, and then I go... Are you hungry? And she's like, yes. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, just you know, stop and get you a burger. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then, and it's amazing how fast it switches from, like, just everything sucks mood-wise to, like, oh, yeah, like, what are we doing? Like, the, yeah. it changes so fast. And there's another funny thing about that, too, is, like, girlfriends always want your food. Like, any young people who are listening to this, and, like, you've definitely experienced this, too. When you go to, like, McDonald's, when you go to a restaurant, when you do anything, like, particularly fast food where, like, you kind of just pick a couple things, yeah, always get the large fry. All right. So, for those of you listening, my girlfriend, who that story was about, is in the studio with us right now in the gallery. And <laughs> as it came on, she just gave us the guiltiest look ever because she knows it's true. Like, today alone, I have said, hey, if you're hungry, we can order food to the studio. You don't have to wait around. We don't have to go somewhere after the fact or whatever. So, you know, I stand by what I said. It's very, very factual. <laughs> you got to feed your significant others, people. <laughs> don't forget the extra large fries. <laughs> and guys, we got another one from this episode. This was a good one. Uh, we had to include it. And I'm still waiting for some inquiries here. It's just an anomaly to me. Like I don't personally understand how people pay for that. But they do. They do, and I'm ready to sell my FeePix listeners. <laughs> listeners, I will give you a special. I'll do it for thirty dollars a pick. Okay. All right, guys, you heard that. If you want to write in to call me Larry at call me Larry Pod on Instagram and Twitter, um, or our email is callmelarry.podcast at gmail.com, you can request to have. This is Jason, by the way. I'm going to specify for all you audio listeners. This is Jason. You can specify what you would like. 
and for $30 at a minimum for a very basic, basic and yes. non-exclusive picture, <laughs> you can have a picture of one of Jason's feet. If you want both feet, it's going to be extra. If you want anything weird, we'll work something out. But there you go. Make sure the, the, the subject line says foot inquiry. Guys, the offer still stands. <laughs> I'm waiting. I got some beautiful toes just oh, for you. Yeah, one of them has a mole on it or something. No, oh, it does. If you're into yeah. that. No, it does. But it doesn't look bad. It's just like natural. You know, it, it's, it's a foot. Nothing's perfect. I'm not staring at your feet all the time. So whatever you want to do, I don't know what your But you did into. notice there was a mole there. No, I remember from that episode, you were taught, you were describing your feet to try and make it more like a better selling point. And I'm scarred for life by it. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm sorry listeners are too. Yeah, right. All right. Let's keep moving to the first time we ever had a guest on the podcast, Kanye and Anime, when our first guest, Brendan, graced us with his presence but, um, so, like, that was, like, that's the initial thing. That's like, how it kind of goes. But then, so, like, when Corona started, um, all of a sudden, there's no more bars. There's no more parties. There's no more yeah, clubs. True. There's no more dates. So, like. My first date's always been a bar for yeah. me. Like a, like, a restaurant with, like, drinks. You know, like, that's what I think. Sorry. Like, a restaurant. No, with you're getting yeah, It's a social setting. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, never all well, one-on-one. On one. I never do one-on-one on one even But not even saying that. Just meeting people, right? So, Meeting people, yeah. you can't even like meet some a girl at a bar anymore. That's you can't true, meet yeah. a guy at a bar. You can't meet them out at a yeah. party where your friend introduces you to someone else. Like so, the, the all whole sudden, social aspect is gone. No one's doing anything socially, yeah. so they're all sitting at home, and everyone gets horny, right? Yeah. So like, and then like, you everybody know what? is horny. Everyone's horny, <laughs> and inevitably standards <laughs> go down. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> horny and scared get you some. Great DMs in your in your in your inbox, <laughs> oh right? Because I relate that to naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine that? Step away. We are still trying to pitch the show, which is a sequel to Naked and Afraid, called Horny and Scared. If anyone listening is able to fund this, we have your cast. We have the first three yes. episodes piloted already. <laughs> Correct. Yes, we have people who will act. All we need is the funding to set this up, guys. It's gonna blow up. Here's another clip from that episode. Okay, okay. So I have the final, the final lyric here. Right. Uh, this one, I think, is very notorious with all of us. Very well known. You ready? Poopy de scoop. Scoop diddy whoop. Whoop de scoop de poop. How does that make you feel? In a word or less. I think I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> a true artist, the true genius of our time. As we all know, um, Kanye, you know, holds a, uh, a near and dear spot in our hearts here at CML, and he truly is a genre-defining artist. <laughs> <laughs> Words such as poopity scoop have never been spoken, and for some reason that I think we all know, they have never been spoken again. <laughs> so, <laughs> now... The next episode was a two-parter by the one, the only, the Jeff. <laughs> so my dad came on the podcast and he shared with us some stories that I never heard before. Some that I probably shouldn't have heard. And it made for a great time. Um, what, what, what did you think of that experience, Zach? I mean, I've known your dad for some time now. And like, he's, he's just a bigger version of you. Like the same, <laughs> kind of the same mentality. But you get Jeff a little loose, like ply him up in the little Tito's, 
get him in front of a mic. Like, he he loves to tell stories. So as soon as you give him the, um, not the audience, but the give him the, the, mic, the, you know, give like the platform yeah. to to tell the stories. Oh, he is a wealth of fun stuff. He is ready to go. He does not care who is listening. He just wants you to enjoy yourself. Oh yeah, and we did enjoy ourselves. Oh yeah, and uh, here's a clip from that episode. And he looks in and he nods. Yes. And I said, okay, I'm setting up. I'm ready for the fastball. And I, oh, his fastball tails a little bit. He's a righty. It tails just a little bit. So I'm ready for that. So I get my glove ready. He throws about, you know, 91, 92 miles an hour. And I'm ready. And all of a sudden, he threw me the wrong pitch. I called for a fastball. And he threw me a slider. Now, a slider does almost the opposite of what his fastball does. So instead of breaking a little to one way, it breaks the other way. So I can't put my glove where it needs to be, so I put my bare hand out there. Oh, shit. And it hits me right flush in the hand. And so the ball bounces away. The guy at first base now starts to go towards second because the ball's rolling around. Everybody in the stands, they think it's funny. They don't even know what go- went on. Yeah, yeah. They As just, usual, they probably... They just see the ball hit me in the hand and it rolled away. So then I'm looking for the ball. I can't find the ball. And guess what happens? I step on it. And I fly up in the air. And it's like a three-ring circus. It's like a... Oh, it's like... Shit. the. This is something the clowns would do as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I step in the ball, fly up in the air. Like you slip on a banana peel, kind of. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what it was like. So the people in the stands, this is getting funnier all the time. This is the beer starts flying up, the popcorn's flying in the air. Ha ha ha! And I'm saying, my freaking hand is killing me, and I'm up in the air now. And not guess what's the worst possible scenario? I land on the ball. Where? On my freaking tailbone. Oh, man. So now... You're paralyzed. (laughs) So here I am. My hand is throbbing. And my asshole's throbbing. (laughs) And everybody thinks it's my fault that I'm just a terrible catcher. And the guy went from first base to second base. He was thinking of going to third. Yeah, I probably would have gone to third if I saw that. (laughs) So... It didn't go in my head. It, just, it hit the bad spot in your tailbone. If you ever, it's like you hit your funny bone it on your tailbone. Like it. It's a it bad, just felt like it. Uh, it's it a bad, like painful fun. thing. So I call timeout, and the, everybody in the stands is still laughing. And they're laughing at me. And guess what? I'm pissed off. I'm going out the oil can. And I said, oil can. I put a one down there. Did you forget what I put down there? That's... That's the easiest thing in the book, a one. He said, sorry, man, sorry, man. I said, oil can, if you ever cross me up like that, it's called a cross-up between the pitcher and the catcher when you throw a different pitch than what it's called. And so oil can says, sorry, man, sorry, man. And I said, if you ever do that to me again, I'm going to kick your little ass all the way back to Mississippi. (laughs) And he said, oh, I'm so sorry. So I go back, you know, I catch, and then after the game, I go up to a couple. Did you guys win? Uh, we lost. We lost by a run, but it was. Was that the run that got in? No, of the no, and they, <laughs> no. And I just by the way, I get a pass ball. It's not a wild pitch. It's a pass ball because it hit me in the hand. So that's called an error oh, on the catcher. Oh, so I get, 
that, that doesn't help my stats yeah. any. But after the game, I went to the other catchers. I said, hey, does oil can cross you guys up? Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> they said, well, what's so hard when you put a one down there? And he nods yes. That's That means fastball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, there was something missing, and we couldn't figure it out. Then two years later, I saw him at Fenway Park in the major leagues, and he had glasses on. <laughs> and the catcher painted his fingernails in white yeah, yeah, yeah. so that he could see his signs better. But Oil Can was nodding yes, and he didn't know whether he saw one, two, or three fingers. <laughs> and I'm the one that paid the price. Oh, man. And But I'll tell you what, the fans... They had a blast. They had a great day. They laughed their ass off. They said, can you believe that catcher missed that one that was right down the middle? Boy, that catcher sucks. Oh. And I'm saying, wait, I don't suck. He <laughs> threw me the wrong pitch. Yeah, yeah. So that just goes to show that even professional athletes, no matter how peak performance they are, are still people too. They make mistakes. And in Jeff's circumstance... He got single-handedly screwed over by one of the best pitchers of all time. <laughs> now, what better way to follow up the experience we had with Jeff than an episode of Hot Larry's? Uh, this episode was a ton of fun. This is uh, when we christened our new studio. And uh, it was a good time. And we definitely have some highlights from this episode. Oh my god, it's already hot. It's hot. How hot? Fucking hot. Fucking hot. <laughs> Are you gonna take it on Don't waste all your milk. Fucking hot. <laughs> okay, you ready? Go, go. <laughs> okay. If you're running for president, what would your slogan be? This is hot. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, uh, what should be the first animal to Do walk? Do I look as sweaty as I feel? <laughs> <laughs> I feel sweaty looking at you. What should be the first animal to walk on the Mars? Gecko. I'm gonna fucking know. <laughs> What is your, uh, Oh my god. <laughs> what is your favorite drunk find? Besides hot wings. Uh, totem pole. Time. We have to come back in. We have to come back in. <laughs> Team break. <laughs> Don't throw up in hurt corner. <laughs> Alright, fuck. Bottoms up. Dude, you're not ready. You're not ready at all. We should have gotten more milk. Oh my god. I'm sorry guys, I'm sorry, it was really hot. Oh, it's not fun. It's not fun. Are you ready? You just spit milk over everything. I know. Uh, yeah. I'm ready. It hurts. Ask me. What did you think of Hot Larry's? Fuck. It's hot. My insides. Do not want to be marine inside. Oh my god. <laughs> Would Kanye actually have made a good president? Honestly, it's more of a celebrity job. Like, not gonna lie. I think you'd do fine. Dude, my... It burns. Alright. Our studio is covered in milk. I was so frustrated you took all my milk. So that was a tough time. I didn't feel bad. I don't feel bad to this day. I needed yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what I, You know what sucks after that? You spit it all over the studio. Oh, I know I did. You didn't I, even drink it. No, I know I did. I, 
I have a problem with liquids in my mouth and laughing. They tend to spray. I, I noticed. I yes. definitely noticed. Yes. And in that, I was, dude, I was, I was like catastrophic meltdown, like nuclear bomb, just dying. <laughs> I walked past that place today and it's closed. I don't know if it's because they, someone died from the house where I see the wings are, or if they're just like waiting till COVID ends. Yeah, it's closed know. down now. We got the last licks of that 911 shot. Oh, God. <laughs> Whatever that demon spice is. I don't is. know what was worse, <laughs> the stabby crabby or the PTSD from the, uh, from the, the 911 wing. All right. Hot wings aside, let's discuss how, as Larry's, we have evolved from beings which torture themselves with spicy wings to sophistication in a nice studio, in an apartment, as adults. Play the clip from episode nine, Evolution of a Larry. It's like, it's like what we talk about when we go golfing. It's like I have a, I have a large object in yeah, my hand and I'm going to hit a small object. And your testosterone and aggressiveness is completely boosted. And especially like, dude, imme- I, I immediately know like if, if you and I were together, it's like I'm going to chop wood harder than you're going to chop wood. Like, <laughs> my wood's going to be harder and cut faster. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like that, it happens all the time. Yeah. But you think about it now, like axe throwing is a thing, right? Like that was back when you had to defend yourself if you were throwing axes. That's like, so true. Dude, we pay money to do things that we actually don't want to do. Like, you know how you can go to, like, a petting zoo and you pay to buy food to feed the animals? You're just paying to do these people's work. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like that's so funny, funny, right? That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, they, they don't have to feed it. Like, yeah. Hey, that's genius. They just made money off You should off get into the zoo, zoo industry, bro. Are you kidding me? Dude, you can pay me money to, pe- to feed me. Oh, my God. But that's, that's wild. Be careful, though. I bite. <laughs> That was one of the revelations we made on this podcast. A petting zoo is literally, you're just doing their job yes. for them. That was crazy because I've never thought about that. I don't know how we stumbled on that. But that mean, was a great um, observation by you. I mean, there's tons of jobs like that. Like where you just go, it's it's almost, they've taken the, com- they've, they've created a commodity out of doing laborious stuff that in the past was something that you had to do to survive. And now it's just like automatized or something like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you can pay to do like any anything really. All right. Well, that's going to take us to episode 10. I'm a big Larry now. Um, this one we got real. We, we did this episode like uh, I think pretty early in the day. And we were just talking a little bit about some life experience. So it was a little bit more of, you know, a, a serious episode in that sense. But yeah, play the clip. Yeah, yeah. Once you get a mustache, it just changes everything. You're you're automatically a fireman. It's it's a game changer. Uh, But it's funny that you you know you kind of mentioned uh, what we wanted to do. You know what we're looking for with this podcast is a creative outlet and our friendship because it it does offer us a good opportunity right now to talk a little bit about you know kind of the history of Call Me Larry Mm -hmm. and what we really want it want it to be right. What it is to us. Um, and you know, I, I think that the, the thing that goes back to is we were talking about, you know, we've been friends for a while, we've been roommates in college and we've really grown together, but every time that we would always hang out with each other, no matter where we are, no matter when it was, we would make each other laugh nonstop <laughs> with just the craziest, like stupidest ideas, just funniest stories. And just, we would have a blast. We could, we can entertain each other for hours just doing the dumbest thing. Uh, I don't want to say judgment, but basically like you're not afraid to say whatever you're thinking. You just come right out and you're like, oh yeah, yo, what if, what if I took that raccoon and trained it and turned it into a rocket from Marvel (laughs) universe? Like just something so stupid. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I guess it's, it's, it was really like really nice and refreshing because 
any sort of meager task, any sort of like, you know, stupid monotonous thing, like when Mm -hmm. we were combined together, we would just like explode with this creative energy and just come up with the wildest stuff. Well, I think the thing for me too is that like when we'd be together, but we would also have just other friends around, it seemed like for some reason, like while you and I, maybe we have like our funny moments on our own, it was when we were in a whole you know, group of people, it was that our synergy and kind of that like chemistry that we have, it's like the situation would happen and then one of us would crack a joke or just like make fun of it or just like anything like remotely funny. And then the other person would lasso that bitch in, take it, (laughs) give it a little 911 sauce and let it back out in the world for everybody to enjoy. And everybody else would be laughing too. Like that's not to say that we weren't always with other funny people, but it was like the, the relationship and that chemistry and that kind of led us to the fact that it's like, Okay, maybe other people might enjoy our <laughs> yeah, idiocy yeah. and what we talk about, and which is kind of funny because now we're reverting back to how just stupid our conversations are when we're trying to be adults and like and yeah, be yeah, responsible. Yeah. We're recording this at one p.m. so I can be in bed by eight. <laughs> it's just, it, no, it's comedy. It's comedy. But yeah. when you, what you're saying, it's so true. It's like when one of you commits to something that's maybe a little like out there, but like funny to yourself. Oh, I'll join you. As if, if the other person commits like yeah. it, it helps like you know backs you up assists you and this goes for regular comedy in shows usually like when mm-hmm. a comedian comes up and they have like someone come on stage to help them right it's like when you have another person that's in on it that that you know commits to it it just makes like bits and like funny things so much funnier oh, and 100%. that's why everyone we just like our z and j flow you know like <laughs> it's just like yo pan that shit oh no i know <laughs> it was just, just so good in groups that everyone loved it and you know that I, we're not, we're not, we don't have big egos and all that. We just, this is, you know, us. It's just, just kind of the reason behind why we're like, all right, maybe we need a platform. Let's see where we yeah. can go with this. And it's been going well so far. And thank you to everyone who's following us on social media and, you know, listening to the episodes too. It's just, it's been a really good time up to this point. That was, uh, we were embodying the dad energy there, but that was, <laughs> that was back in my dad phase. I had the stash, you know, I was sipping out of the coffee cup, looking at my lawn, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah, that, that was that was a good clip just because it talks a little bit about, you know, our dynamic and I think people recognize that here on this podcast, but we always just like to have fun. Yeah, well that was also pretty early when you had just gotten your new apartment where we had like just gotten the studio. We were kinda you know, we graduated Reflecting. a while ago, but we were becoming like, you know, real adults and like becoming I don't know, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um let's welcome back Scuba Steve, who Jason went on his almost a month long trek through Japan with and see what they got up to. Episode 14, Scuba Steve. You're sitting there and you are cooking the food with those around you and you're all sharing the food, sharing the experience, um, you know, passing Did food Did we ever to go to drunk and sh- get drunken shrimp at one of those places? You ever see that? So no. imagine like a lobster, but like a mini lobster. So it's a big ass shrimp. Yeah. And then it's trying to get away. And then it's alive? It's really alive. Like, oh. it's really alive. And then they take this, uh, the alcohol and douse it, make it a little drunk. And then you dip it in and you take it out. No. It's real fast. Like, it's like, boom. And then it's the sweetest thing in the world. It's so amazing. Oh my gosh. No, it's, I've never had that. I don't know if I can, I can do that. I, don't I think, know. I think I have to make it for you and then peel it a little bit and then you can have it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you got to remove the whole process of the things alive in my hand and I, Put it in the flash boil, and then like I'm st- I'm left with this thing still moving. I think you need to just like do it for me, and then hand it to me, and I'll eat it. I don't know if I'd ever do that, but uh, you know, I I shared his his love for that. You know, I was like, you know, I I understand that sounds good, 
But my favorite part is like, think of a lobster, but like a mini lobster. His description of what a shrimp was to you was hilarious to me. Like I wasn't involved with it. And he's just so a shrimp. Yeah. Think about a very large lobster, but like, or excuse me, think about a very teeny tiny lobster, but it's like trying to wiggle away. It was just so freaking funny. You are explaining what a shrimp is. It's like I'd never seen a shrimp before. You knew what a shrimp was, But, like, how would you know what a lobster is and not a shrimp? I don't know. (laughs) They're essentially the same thing. I don't know, With different sizes. I don't know. That was great. But let's take a trek over to Larryland. So one of my friends, he doesn't handle liquor very well or alcohol, any any sort of alcohol, (laughs) beer in that manner. Uh, And we had a big steak dinner. This is the biologist, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he might be on the show soon. Uh, but so he, we've put back a bunch of beers, and then, uh, you know, he's not feeling so good, right? And we're in, the, we're in the garage outside, so he's like, I don't feel so good. And just like you had that decision where you're just like, why, like, I should have gone in the woods. Right? He could have walked outside because he was in a garage. But instead, he goes into my house and starts traversing through my house. <laughs> As he's traversing through my house, he's projectile vomiting. Now, he passes two bathrooms. <laughs> and he runs upstairs. So he's he's now already vomiting in three rooms. He starts throwing upstairs uh, on the stairs, and then he moves. He, there's a there's a left and there's a right, right. Both rooms have a bathroom in it. So this guy just left a snail trail of vomit. Yes, all yes. Over wait, your wait, house. dude, dude. The amount that this man had released from his stomach, <laughs> unfathomable. So so he went. So, so there's two options: left and right at the top of the stairs. <laughs> Both had bathrooms. He went to the right, right, and I could tell because of the evidence. Right? <laughs> you fought, you so he ran to the right. He ran into the room. Uh, he threw up all over both beds, two separate beds, and a, a lampshade and a wall. Dude, how? Do we, uh, he passed right. the bathroom. <laughs> he walked by the bathroom to go throw up on different objects. <laughs> Dude, it's like he was trying to like cover as much as possible, right? But listen to this. And then he runs out of the room, passing the bathroom again, and goes into the master bedroom. So he's now thrown up in seven rooms in the house. I still, to this day, don't know what demons needed to be released from this man. <laughs> right? But we performed an exorcism one way or another. Oh, man. If you didn't know what Larry Land was, that I would say describes it perfectly. <laughs> what we didn't play in that clip, though, and I guess we forgot about, was that the aftermath of that was that man naked in the shower just trying to recover while the rest of his friends dealt with the situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get into episode 16 danger noodle the end of the tunnel is in sight the light is there we're about to pop back out and all of a sudden i just step again and i I feel something under my foot and i look down it's wiggling and i stepped on a snake right and so i so all of a sudden i like rather than the scream i gave the first time or the yell i gave the first time i immediately like freak out because i like again I don't understand it. It's touching me. I don't want it. Whatever. And so then my girlfriend screams. But rather than kind of us getting out of the way, I stepped on it. So I jump laterally away from it. You know, my goal is to get away from the thing that's freaking me out. And I just body check her into the woods like oh bury her into the woods but she's in fight or flight mode right so she lands on her feet and rather than going oh wow trail very uh yeah good high dexterity roll on her dude i i just think it was pure survival mode like you gotta you gotta live and so rather than running up the trail of the end of the trail to get out of the woods and be safe dude she took off like perpendicular to the trail (laughs) directly into the forest i'm like get where are you going like this way and she sprints to the end just screaming the whole time <laughs> and i'm like jogging after her, like this is hilarious i have to talk about this oh god it was so funny but that that is a long-winded 
point of why I'm not I'm not a big hiker. I don't want to be out on the oh, trails. That's in the where woods. we started. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you get murdered by a serial killer. <laughs> Never leave the trail, kids. <laughs> Yeah, um, no matter if the snakes are on the trail, if they're off the trail, if you're being chased by other people, whatever it is, just stay on the trail because you're going to find the end eventually, which in this case, we're very close to. But apparently, my girlfriend didn't care which direction it took her. She just needed to get away from me, the snake, and everything else around us. (laughs) All right, now that we've trekked through that, let's take it back to medieval times with episode 17, Medieval Larry's. Medieval torture devices are so messed up, but like, honestly, so isn't your brain. The fact that I was talking about modern exercise equipment, about how great it was for my health, and then you're like, oh yeah, by the way, this (laughs) is how you can get completely annihilated in roughly the 1400s. (laughs) Excuse me, the, the, the real MVPs here are the people who lived in medieval times that had nothing else to do. But think of these crazy torture <laughs> devices. <laughs> You're the craziest torture device. I And, you know, to be fair, there's a lot of really nasty torture devices. But the one that comes to mind where it's like, wow, that guy gets an A plus in torture is the brazen bull. Your mind intrigues me <laughs> to this day. Like, it is so interesting you need to donate it to science like just have your head frozen or something when you eventually pass away we need to know because there's like the neurons are missing their synapse like whatever they're not firing correctly i don't know what's going on in you some just, places and firing a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah right it's called the genius zachary let's get into it in high schools and deep pools episode 18 play the clip but uh yeah she would feed the birds the herrings chicken and it never really clicked with me. Um, find, first off, I didn't find out chicken was chicken. Like, chicken was made from chickens until I was, like, 10. Wait, back up. You didn't know that the food called chicken wasn't from... Like, you didn't associate no, that I with never the bird did. I never chicken? Did. Same with uh, steak. I didn't know steak was a cow or beef. Like, beef was what a did cow. You, do you know what you thought it was from? Do you remember? Well, like, like, here's the thing. My food was always fed to me in dino nugget form. Like, I never... <laughs> it was all I didn't connect, I didn't connect yeah, a stegosaurus yeah, yeah. with a, a chicken. Yeah. Right? Okay. And even though I was eating chicken, it's like it was dino nuggies to yeah. me. Right? So I found out that first off, chicken was chicken. And that was a, that was a hit. That was I mean, a blow. I, I became mean, vegetarian for a year. I mean, dino nuggets don't exactly look like the bird, so I could see how you would misconstrue. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. As so a child. That, but that hit me hard. Like, I, I, I didn't eat meat for a year when I first found out that really? cow was beef and chicken was uh, chicken. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a dark time. But <laughs> I survived off of dino nuggets for way too long. <laughs> Still do to this day. I, I think the weekend we recorded that episode, we had like 50 dino nuggets. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think we had more than that. But the fact that your aunt single-handedly created like a unit of cannibalistic herons down in Florida is like, we need, they, she might have created a new species and they're evolving to simply yeah. eat their own kind. It's just horrific. That being said, you can't go, you can't have chicken nuggets without the sauce. Oh. Episode 19, Sneaky Sauce. Pine, oh, oh, apple. You're saying every other language calls it something else. And I don't, like, I don't know what it is, like but pine. it's a very, it's very similar. Yeah, but the, yeah. this guy was just like, nope, we're gonna call it that. And so then English it, it takes words, makes them what we want. I mean, I guess it's like what language is. But what's funny about it is the fact that it's just sounds that we're making, and you understand what I'm saying. Like you have click languages where, or you have like lizard languages, you know, something like that. 
And then you understand what that person is saying yeah. because you just speak the language. Well, what I also think is funny is when you hear another language, say, I, I, you know, I, I've been known every now and then to watch a uh, Spanish soap opera or uh, watch, I, I do watch a lot of uh, anime in other languages, especially Japanese. You love to watch shows that have subtitles. And yeah. I just, dude, I can't do that because I end up reading the subtitles while I'm trying to listen to the show. You, it's a, it's a, it's a acquired like skill. You got to get used to it, right? Yeah. Um, but the funniest thing is when they're in completely another language, and then it's just like, uh, you know, speaking this other language, speaking this other language, restaurants. Zach, I didn't know you were fluent in the lizard. <laughs> Languages intrigue me to this day. The fact that we can just understand what other people are saying because they're making weird sounds is just like wild. Whether it's lizard language or just English, it's insane. <laughs> All right, let's hop over to episode 20, College Flows and Parental Woes. It just doesn't make sense. It's like a fairyland. Dude, I don't know if it was just me, but in college, doing laundry felt like venturing beyond the wall in Game of Thrones. <laughs> If you watch that movie, if you, you, know, you know it's there, but you don't want to know what's behind it. <laughs> Dude, it's like in Game of Thrones, in Game of Thrones, there's the this the watch, right? Uh, for those of you that might not know, and just reminiscing on Game of Thrones myself, uh, it's a group of, uh, of men that protects uh, the rest of society by protecting this giant wall. And what they have to do is every now and then, again, like they don't want to do this, but they have to, is they have to venture outside the wall and explore what's beyond that they wall. They venture the other side of the wall. The wall is literally hundreds of feet tall, made out of ice and snow and whatever the hell else is in it. And they have, mm-hmm. and it protects the the realm, quote unquote, from the from the show and from the books, from whatever's beyond the wall, which is not good. Nothing for good. the realm. It's like yeah. there's not there's not like yeah. pansies behind like, it. Like there's not flowers and uh, and milk and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Milk and honey. Dude, yeah, I don't say? know, dude. There, there, there is an unpleasant thing to be on the wall. Yeah, I'll tell you don't, you that much. The point is, is that you don't want to go beyond the wall because you know that whatever's back there is not good, but you do it because it's part of like your duty. Someone has to do it. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's how I felt in college. What were you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know how I compared me doing my laundry to a fictional Game of Thrones medieval time show full yeah, of death you, and agony. You know, behind, the, behind the wall, it ain't milk and, it ain't milk and pansies. There's oh, no, no milk and pansies behind the wall. What the fuck? No. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know where I was at that point. The neurons weren't connected. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess it's because of this next episode, your friendly neighborhood tech guy. You're a little fried. From figuring things out. <laughs> like how many, how, what is the angle? You know what I mean? Like literally every single person is like, the closer you, that I get, the better that you can see me. Which yeah, is yeah. debatably true, but it's like I'm looking up your nose and I can just see everything that's yeah, going yeah, on up there. screaming in my ear. I think yeah. my dad, it's like when I when I FaceTime him, it's like under his chin and I see his nostrils. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, hello dude. Jeff. And he's like, hello my son. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you want to fix that in camera? Can you put the phone up a little bit? I can't see I you. can't tell if it's they don't know, they don't don't care or they just like it's maybe it's a dominance thing for them like i don't get it i don't know it's also it can be cute though especially with like uh grandparents and stuff when they oh they have no idea yeah well they have no idea and they're just like like they probably don't even hear what you're saying but they're just uh, in awe at the fact that they can see your face on yeah, a little yeah, screen yeah. right and you're looking at them and they're just like they don't know what to do or like they don't yeah. know what's happening right it's, it's like new territory so we were on a, a family zoom call right with my great aunt 
and so she's sweet. actually wild, like surprisingly into like Facebook and all that still. Like she's very active online in that sense, but she's never done Zoom or anything like that. And she goes on Zoom and she's just like freaking out. She can't. <laughs> she has bad hearing, so she can't hear anything we're saying. Jimmy, get in here! Jason's trapped in the telephone again. We gotta get him out. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's just. Zoom calls to this day are still just weird with families. I know. I was on one, or I, I was with someone that was on one, like, while she was hanging out with us the other day. Yeah. And it was just 20 people watching a girl do gymnastics in the backyard. <laughs> and, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, it's just a weird thing. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had an experience a, w- a little while ago where it was like, I was trying to work with something that was from, let's say 2010. So like roughly 11 years old. And I'm just t- like, if it's not brand new and like highly functioning, like it's not a beautiful Mac computer, iPad or something, I can't work with it. So I guess it goes both ways where if you too, if you're too familiar with new technology, old stuff confuses you. Let's move on to episode 23. Carney Larry's where, what would happen if we started a carnival? <laughs> oh, he was running. Oh, yeah, he, he was full send, and, like, it was a chainsaw yeah, without the chain, yeah. so there was gas, and it was loud, right? It, it, it wasn't any danger, but it was scary. Yeah, like, and I was yeah. like, I was like, yo, cut me up, man. Like, I love this. Because you like, know, you know. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's like, dude, I love his character, like, that he's doing this great. Yeah. I was enjoying it. My girlfriend, break, like, almost breaks my wrist. She pulls it behind and runs away and starts screaming. That's From hilarious. that second, everyone that was at that haunted house targeted her. She became a target. Oh, she was f- she was food, dude. She, they just consumed so she her. Was yeah. the, the, she was like the most afraid person in the group. Yeah. And she, her fear was made very apparent to people that their 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 yearly jobs are to work these haunted houses. Yeah. Right? Like most of the people that work at these haunted houses, they know fear. They know how to scare yeah. people, right? I mean, I assume you're there on Halloween, so they set it up for one weekend a year, and then yeah. it's just that's yeah, it. Yeah, and like the people that are doing it are actors, and they, they yeah. understand what to do. Uh, and she became a target. Through this entire forty-five minute haunted house, like it escapade, and <laughs> we were with a whole group of people, and she was a target every time. I go I, for the little one. <laughs> I thought she was gonna break up with me by the end of it. She was miserable, and I was like, "That was amazing." I'm like, wide eyes wide open. I was like, "Wow, that was fun." And she looks at me. She's like, "I hate you." <laughs> Wait, dude, was that the one that you went to when we went back for our um, yes, our reunion? It was the I, first I, and only. I was one. like, "Dude, I don't want to go." It, it was a ton of fun. I yeah. I went with a, another friend as well. It was a ton of fun for me, but my girlfriend did not have a good time, and that was the first and last time that I went to a haunted house with my girlfriend. I think we came when you guys got back from that. I'm pretty sure we drank pretty heavily, so that explains a lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think um, you know she needed a little space uh, with her friends after that, <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, looks like I'll be sleeping on my friend's couch. I will see you uh, in a couple hours, you know, tomorrow. We'll, yeah, we'll, let's dude. get brunch tomorrow, and uh... yeah, dude, fuck haunted houses. I'm out. Uh, I love scary stuff. I'm all about it. We're not. We're not in on haunted houses. I'll take your girlfriend. You can stay home with my girlfriend. All right. <laughs> trade, day trade. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well. As you guys recently listened to, we did take a trip to Vegas. We had a great time in Sin City. There's a lot more Maybe that we too can't, good of a time. There's a lot more that we can't talk about than what's included in these episodes, but let's have a good highlight from episode 24, Larry's in Vegas Chronicles just landed. And we see our, our tram. It's red tram A, and we we it's closing. The gates are closing. I was like, oh, like we'll wait for the next one, Jeff goes lightning speed this guy man goes hyperspeed and he just beelines it for the door that's closing 
right? And now I'm like, oh shit, we're committing. I can't like I can't wait if he's going. So me and Jimmy, Jimmy's your dad's friend. Yeah, we're up in front of you guys because I don't know what you two were talking about, but you were like hashing something out. I think you were figuring out like our Lyft or our Uber back to, like, yeah, to the hotel yeah, yeah. From, the, from the airport. And so we waited for you. Like we saw the doors closing the first time. Okay, we don't want to get on and like have them be all the way across the airport. Yep. Let's just wait. So then, uh, for whatever reason, it paused, and then the doors opened again, and we had a chance to get on. And then, as like we're wait- we're still waiting for you guys, the doors start to close, and I've never seen Jeff move this. I've seen Jeff move fast yeah. for food. I've seen him move fast to get on a tram. Golf and this dude, yeah, golf. Yeah, he beelines it like Jay said for the door. Hyper speed. And rather than just you know, I I legitimately thought that he was gonna get on and this story would be and Jeff got lost. And Jeff left it on his own. Yeah. That's what I thought the story was gonna be as it happened. No. He wedged himself in between the closing doors (laughs) and just if any of you guys have been on a subway, like the person that like jumps in on the subway and, yeah. sh- and the door on the closing doors, he was perfectly in between these doors, shoulder to shoulder. So you gotta imagine, like, if you even get a hand between that, I don't know what the pain level is, but it's not gonna close because it didn't seal. Yeah. This man took one door off one shoulder, one door off the other shoulder, and was just like, pa, like took it like a champion. The door cannot and, handle yes. it. And then it fucking opened back up, and we're like, oh, cool. We all wandered yep. on. The, Everyone on the walks train. in. Yeah, a couple yeah. other people wandered yep. behind us. And so then, you know, five minutes go by, and I'm going to let Jason pick up where I'm leaving off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we, we get in, and the door is all shut, and we're like, wow, we made it. You know, of the train. The door yeah, of, of the, the, of, the tra- of the yeah. tram. And, uh, you know, Jeff, sweat, you know, his, his brow sweat a little. He wipes it off. <laughs> like, whew, we made it, boys. I was like, Jeff, that was a that was a crazy play. Like, that was a big move right there. And we're not we're not moving. Um, we're not going anywhere and people are like, why aren't we moving? Right. And I look, I look up at the, um, the messaging like system on the side of the tram and it says doors not shut. Please close doors. Really? That's, and it's going across as a banner, like in that text. Yeah, Yeah. And the reason being was because there was two doors. Yes. So these, if you've ever been in literally any subway system, it's just like an open pit that a train runs through or really any train and you just get on and and it's a tube that the doors open, the doors close and then you go underground. Right. So in airports and I've seen this in a lot of places, but especially in Las Vegas, they have a multi-door system that basically it's one capsule that kind of blocks you from getting to that open pit when you're kind of waiting to get on the train. And then the other one's the train. And so what Jeff did was he blocked not one, but two sets of doors. Two sets of doors. And yeah. one closed after the fact, and the other one did not. So we're <laughs> at a point where everyone on the Amtrak is stuck on this train, but it's not moving because the outer door is yes. stuck. It's like jammed, won't close, whatever yeah. it is. It's just, we're delayed. So everyone's like, what do we do? What do we do? And everyone kind of assumed eventually it would figure out that the tram's not leaving and it would open or something or like it would close. And it didn't for a little while, a good good five, ten minutes, and people start complaining. They're like, well, the, the people that came on, they, they fucked up the doors. And it's like, yep, yep, they did. Well, we were all joking about it because we're all like, yeah, we totally We definitely up. messed like, up. Yeah, it's like awesome. we messed up. So then, you know, the, we're kind of just chilling there waiting. It was probably like maybe a good 10 to 15 minutes or something like that. And, you know, we're checking our bets. 
shooting the shit between ourselves, essentially. And, you know, everybody else who's on this freaking train is just hearing us joke about the door and talk about it, whatever. And so then the doors open, the doors close. We're like, oh, they're, they're obviously trying to reset the system. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to get this thing going. And then Jason goes, you know, next time those open, we should just leave. <laughs> yeah. Because there's another tram, there's another tram on, the other side. on the other side that we can get to. Power move. And then within another 20 seconds, the doors open. Very briefly. We leave. <laughs> and doors the doors shut. close. <laughs> and there's a full tram of people still and on that. everyone who else was, who was on there, we just fucked over and abandoned. <laughs> and then we left like, it. Yes. <laughs> we just, we were like. And our tram what? leaves, the other yes. tram leaves, and they're just still stuck. So anyway, <laughs> Jeff completely fucked up these people's. These people's day, to be honest. He, he ruined it. It was a cog ruined. in the machine for yes, them. Definitely correct. a cog. And to this day, those people are still stuck on that tram. 100%. <laughs> that tram was never fixed. Jeff did millions in damage within two seconds of being in Vegas. I love how we just left. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Screw it. I don't know. That's, that's a them problem. So that was before we even... Did anything in Vegas. We technically weren't even in Vegas yet. Like, we were still in the airport. Yeah, we were still we in the airport. We just landed. Uh, yeah, hence the episode yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. But, but moving to the second part of the Chronicles there. Again, uh, piece together a little bit because there is uh, there, there was a lot of things that happened. Yeah. And the audio quality was poor a lot of the time and all that. But we did, our, we did our best out there. And there was a lot of stories to be had and made. Um, but, yeah, this is jumping over to our final episode of season one. And it was breaking ankles with the boys. That was it. Free balling. And I was like, <laughs> Sam knew. I used to cut my package. And Sam used to come in there right under center. What was it? What do you think it was? Seventh grade? I told Sam. I literally turned around. I first know. day of the season. I said, Sam, I'm done, with, I'm, done with the, uh, I'm done with the cup. I'm yeah. done with the cup. You're, you I have mean, to touch it. It has to be nice to have a guy that you know like can really... He knows how to treat you. you Sam, know? Sam could, Sam could probably pull out a a measure, a, a, like a meter, a meter stick of uh, probably not. Oh, holy well, shit! Why am I talking? <laughs> Sam could pull out a we six inch ruler. Sam could pull out a six inch ruler and mark exactly and mark what it, you're at. Mark it down to the millimeter. <laughs> oh, he 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 could probably feel my heartbeat through my balls. That's how many times he's fucking fucking. I mean, it is eleven years, eleven uh, years of his hands another, on my balls. It's another. It's, level it's another of bonding. Bond. It's, it's another it's bond. bond. No, so nothing here, comes like, close. Don't worry. I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> just, you what, never wait, you. Well, I never will. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, I, I do have to just say that was <laughs> that was in regards to football. <laughs> If anyone didn't watch that episode, um, Sam and Frankie. Frankie was the center for Sam, who was the quarterback yeah. for for eight years. So that's just a little context. Because let's see out of context. Hilarious. Out of, out of context but, is probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good time with the boys. I'll say that. All right, guys. Well, that's the season one recap. Thank you for sticking with us as long as you have on our journey creating this podcast. Don't you worry, season two is coming out very, very soon. We've got more content. We've got some things in the works as far as video content for YouTube, Instagram, you know, TikTok, whatever else, maybe a Patreon getting set up. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, especially as COVID's ending and we can get up to more shenanigans. All right, guys. Live, love, Larry. See you all in season two. Peace.